two, three. Because we're famous for this podcast. No, we weren't famous before. Now we're famous for this podcast. It's what we're famous for. Oh, are we podcasting right now? Uh, yeah, let's let's have started. Okay, all right. Well, now. I, I am, uh, yes, I am podcasting. Yeah? I've actually been podcasting for 15 seconds or something like that. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, dude, I've been podcasting like all day before you got here. Dude, you missed the best podcast earlier. We were, um, you missed the best. That's a classic. That is, yeah. Dude, that, you missed I the just, best. I promise whatever it is, I'm never going to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, you missed the best best dude there's a a, i will never do it for you bringing it up this one time (laughs) stay stay off facebook for seven years just because of how excited tim was about it yes that's that's perfect your your roommate tim right yeah roommate tim just came home one day dude you got to see this thing called facebook it's like that you know because it's facebook started while we were in college that's right that's pretty weird but it didn't exist and then it existed all of a sudden and he he came home one day dude you it came into my door frame frame what's that called door uh leeway no what is uh trussle no shit um trussle yeah tr- he no, came no, into no. my door trussle uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's that thing uh you know that word um trellis no uh something way segway sure. damn it all are right. you thinking of foyer no 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 <laughs> foyer Oh yeah, um, foyer. I was thinking of transom. Were you thinking of transom? Transom came across the transom. The trans uh, handsome trans person. <laughs> um, uh, I guess we'll never know. He came into my door, yeah, but not all the way into the room. Um, so there's you got to picture a door around him, but he's not whatever that's called. You know, yeah, he's inside, right? Anyways, you got to you got to check this thing out, up. Facebook, you got to get on there. And I just turned around and said, whatever it is, I swear I'm never going to do it. <laughs> and, uh, and then stuck with it for a really long time. And yeah. I don't know why I didn't do it, but I, you know. Seven years you strong. Sick. I think you're, the statute of limitations was up on that bit. I think you were good. Yeah. At times when you're like down or whatever, like you're, you're down in the dumps, it's like, I'll, you know, order a big pizza and go back on a promise I made to a guy and standing in my door trussel. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that might be its own art project right there. As we, as one of the things we like to do on this podcast is uh, see how we can force everything into being art. Sure. Is refraining from something comically long, can we sell it as art in museums? Somebody probably could. If you had the right Patreon account, uh, you know, if you, you could just probably get rebranded some already successful one, <laughs> just one day changed <laughs> yeah. it and everybody's paying some, you know, white supremacist organization all of a sudden, like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah, we changed our, uh, we changed our whole business model. Sorry. You're signed up Sorry, for another you're, month. You're a member of that organization and now you're, <laughs> yeah, you're going to be part of an exhibit in a museum now as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're at, we have an exhibit where all your credit card information goes up, uh, <laughs> but it's blurred out, so you can't really see it. But the art being, I don't know. Sometimes you got to take it one too far to realize that it was done. You know, like that's the 
that's the curtain going down the last bad joke like ah he ended it poorly let's pretend that was the curtain and just act as though it wasn't even meant to be good how's that for uh justification yeah i think that's good i uh the approach i take is just remaining silent (laughs) on on this end of the of the podcast and then you know i don't know what happens when i take it too far yes okay i understand what you're saying i understand what you're saying um how about this uh john (laughs) how about this john prine passing away i i i want to touch on the fact that you know you and i being you know we could be considered our own uh uh wimpy acoustic songwritery uh bro dogs um how that considered along considered in the same breath as john prine (laughs) yes 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 with both uh with both, you know, whatever the two smart things I'm trying to think of that I can't recall at this moment. With but uh, John Prine, how did yes, who can we we can be spoken in the same breath with? I'd like to say, um, <laughs> <laughs> how did how did that brand of man manage to squeeze by us so with such force that he did? Because boy, I didn't know the first thing about the man, and it seems like I should have. Yeah. I don't- I don't know. I think you can't know all these guys. That's as simple as that. It's as simple as you can't know all these guys. And like, I think there's a couple of people that you just get like bonus points for knowing. He seems like one of them. Like, okay. If you knew, if you knew John Prine, you get more points than if you knew, uh, who, who are some of the other people who died? Um, Jim Croce. No, he was way, uh, I was who died more recently, like from coronavirus. No, nah, just at all. I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, John Denver and Jim Croce dying in plane crashes. Okay, well, those are bad examples for what the point I'm trying to make. But, uh, you know, but yeah, let's say Jim Croce. <laughs> <laughs> Operator. Yeah, if you knew Jim Croce, okay, yeah, like you don't get any points for that. It's like, all right, Jim Croce, people knew him, blah, blah, blah. You didn't know him? Oh, okay, his name's Jim Croce, whatever. John yeah. Prine, it's like, yeah, dude, you knew John Prine, and now you're upset about his passing and that that you get bonus points from the community of people who knew john prine oh yeah uh, you this, know what i mean his own self-fulfilling uh john prine john prine um, exactly and you know i do think i think we talked about this uh like around the time he died how we put out a song um that was supposedly like written by john prine on his deathbed <laughs> about how our friend luke is just Pretend, only pretending to like John Prine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he likes him. I'm sure know, he does just too. Not but just in the way, as much yeah. as he's saying he likes. Him. Uh, uh, yep, and in the way that Luke, yes, we love you. You, you know, yes, you did like trucks, but not as much as you claimed. You, <laughs> you amped up the gun and truck loving, for, and we still don't know why, and that's okay. You never have to figure out. You don't have to figure out everything. No, I mean, I don't know how to have anything that I correctly like and like can really be like, yeah, I love that thing. Yeah. So I, I can't judge anybody for yeah doing it. Yeah, you, you might have to dial it up to be correctly liking it any liking right. a single thing. I like I like music, but I don't even know who John Prine is. Yeah, I like I like uh, dogs. It's the whole I like dogs more than anybody, which is why I don't have one argument. That, the whole is that. Yeah. What's that argument? The argument there is that um, 
Let me see. I had it pretty good, and I was confident in it for years, last five years. Maybe it now is when I find out it was no good. But uh, the whole, I don't want to ask someone to like watch them if I feel like going away uh, to watch March Madness for the weekend in the in a different okay. city by myself in a hotel room that an inconsequential city to, to the tournament uh by myself you know when i want to do that i you know i can't in be considering scenario, another you, life in that scenario did you want to fly there though i can i can stomach flying a little literally a little better now uh with a smaller stomach <laughs> i can smaller stomach fly <laughs> flying um so I mean, no, I, I don't mean, particularly you can throw, throw the dog in a car and go drive to another. City oh yeah, to go to finally March fulfill Madness. my dream of uh, having a weekend in Wilmington, Delaware. Yeah, I mean, that's a great place to bring a dog as well. It's very dog friendly. Yeah, in Wilmington. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think any of your I don't have a dog excuses hold any water, other than it's expensive and it's a it's a lot of work and the water's expensive. To they keep them entertained. Killing, killing you at some point. What's that? <laughs> they wind up killing you at some point. Just some nice poodle or labradoodle. Uh, just a lifetime of nothing but joy brought. <laughs> just and At some point they kill you in your sleep. Yeah. That's why a lot of people have them. <laughs> yeah. They have some uh, internal clock that, you know, senses when they're owner. But yeah, once in a while there is a lemon and they'll go ahead and just uh, put their mouth on like a 12 year old's throat once in a while. Oh, whoops. <laughs> well, can't win them all. Great as breed. Otherwise, trained, as they were trained to do. Yeah. Um, as they were bred to do. Yeah. Bred to do. Yeah. yeah. The, the, uh, well, correcting like, you on yeah. that. How about that? You know how they, um, you know how they have dogs that are, uh, this is not that funny of a joke, but the, you know, they have, uh, dogs that are like specifically trained to be able to detect certain things like, yeah, like drugs Detect and stuff. Drugs or like for, for like people, like, oh, this person uh, has seizures or whatever. Oh, yeah, and yeah. They, Medical response the, type stuff. Yeah, and the dog can like sense that the person's about to have a seizure and um, and then they do something about it. They can like somehow smell maybe like the hormones change or something when you're having a seizure or maybe uh, something else bad happens, I don't know, when you have a seizure and then the dogs can smell that, but... Uh, but they also have dogs that can like supposedly uh, do stuff with diabetes, and uh, I just thought it'd be fun. Like they're, what they're supposed to do is like let you know that your blood sugar is too low or too high. They bite you but and empty it, some of the blood out, so the bad blood gets out, and that way the blood with more sugar in it can flow around or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it's something like that. I, and then, <laughs> gotcha. and then I. I was just thinking of funny. So it's like, you know, those are like diabetic support dogs or whatever. Diabetics. I think they exist. And, uh, and then just a funny idea of one that just, you know, it's supposed, so they're supposed to bark when you have low or high blood sugar, but one that just barks when he detects that you have diabetes is a, <laughs> is a funny concept. <laughs> right. Just const, just barking, constantly alerting you yeah. to the fact that you He's, still have diabetes. Right. We can't just put him out on the street. What? Are, that's his only skill. We can't. We got to keep him. We got to keep him employed here. Just He's doing it exactly right. Barks I mean, in your ear just, all day. Just <laughs> and finally, just kills you at the right time. <laughs> yeah, he's a lemon in the barking department, but he did kill you exactly on time. Which so you win some, you lose some. It sounds like is what you're saying there. Yeah, that's that's my take on 
medical support dogs. What is the name of the um, disease that I was trying to think of it the other day that um, you fall asleep all the time? Narcolepsy. Narcolepsy. Okay. Got it. Yep. Um, shout out to Mr. Robinson. I did clear this shout out ahead of time uh, from yes. from Loyola English Department. Um, a, a man of narcolepsy, as the, as they like to be called, I do believe. Man of <laughs> <laughs> An M O N. Yeah. And he did he ever just fall asleep in class? No. And he was, you know, it's one of those things that you hear coming in, like, oh, this guy's got narcolepsy; he's going to fall asleep. Meanwhile, he was just he never fell asleep. He uh, he was driving all the time. Now he was very strange. So I mean, I think that's why I've I've definitely confused narcolepsy and just strangeness over the years. Like just some <laughs> kind of like dorky guy who's like who has like weird examples he uses. Like, and, and I'm like, oh, he got yeah, got a case of narcolepsy over here. Right, I have Mr. Robinson. Chalk, to you're just chalking that. it all up to narcolepsy instead of just he's a weird guy. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. And a lot of these guys have turned out to have narcolepsy after the fact. I've got to know them. Yeah, it's pretty widespread, I think. Yeah. Among people who sleep at the correct time and never <laughs> at, the at, at any other time. <laughs> <laughs> um, walk me through um walk me through extortion. How you know, and like mob walks in, says, Give me five hundred a week or I'll light your restaurant on fire or whatever. Um, or maybe not the restaurant because I guess they're, yeah, not, they like restaurants, I suppose the business, the store, whatever. Um, why were people doing it? And I have to imagine when the mob first started doing that, these guys were probably like, yeah, okay, I'll get, get the fuck out of here. And then they really probably did come in and just shoot them. And then I have to imagine it all started like that, but you can maybe clear up exactly how it went. The very first time that somebody extorted, uh, that, that the mafia started extorting. Or yeah, people. did they uh, culturally appropriate extortion from somebody else? And I bet it's been going on for a long time. And I'd like I, to just imagine seem... how it all got started, like that initial extortioning, extorting, um, and what that conversation must have been like, and that initial payback to get people buying into the extortion process. Because that's, that's not a sales process that's going to work the first time. Yeah, I'd like to think that it didn't work the first time and that it was funny or, or something like that. But I, I bet it worked the first time. You just roll in there with like one of those little, like a little pipe in your hand or something like right. that. And you it says extortion on it. <laughs> <laughs> extortion Depot. And you, ro you roll in there and then I think you just like smash Pick up, up a place bunch of illegal workers outside of Extortion Depot. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna need some backup, I think, when you first start doing it. But that, I, I think you. When you first I think the first time you just smash up a couple things when they react poorly, like right in the moment. Uh, you know, hey, you look like this. This place looks like it could use some protection. You know, it's like you're in a very vulnerable area. There's a lot of bad stuff that can happen around here. And they're like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, thanks. Every, <laughs> yeah. Everything's fine. Just thinks it's Not a normal a, thing at first. No, I'm it's, good. It's you. It's you, like you're responding to them. You're like, no, no, thank you. But uh, no, not, not a single bad thing's ever happened to me. So <laughs> I don't expect anything bad will happen in the future either. And and then they, you know, what they, I think they do is like smash up some of your, 
you know, antiques that you're selling in your place. And they're like, oh, okay, you know, oopsie daisy, something happened. And then you're like, oh, I get it. And it's pretty easy. Like, I think people get it pretty quick. Like, oh, I got you. Yeah. Just the, the, the unsaid, uh, you know, ruining of small shit and the oopsie daisy stuff, as you said, I guess. Yeah. I think oopsie daisy is pretty much the, the, uh, that's all you need right there. Yeah. Once you, once you start saying that, people are like, oh shit, I get it. Speaking of me in that uh, moment there, I was just reminded of uh, like, I guess maybe it was Noto's impression of me anytime somebody like approached me with, you know, a halfway serious conversation about advice or something like, you know, you know, Peter, listen, I really could use your uh, ear on this one. Uh, I'm having some trouble with this, blah, 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 blah. And then my response being, well, if you look at your track record, nothing has stopped you to this point. I can't see why anything would stop you going forward. <laughs> All I can see from here is nothing but perfect love and harmony there's, throughout the rest of your life. Guys, <laughs> smooth sailing. Um, yeah, I had to bring that back in. That's a uh, a very overblown and very funny and I guess flattering and uh, you could you could get humble braggy uh, in there too as I look back and, and criticize my performance, which I like to do. You are just fine. Absolutely everything is the greatest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> A cake has been baked in your honor every day. Yep. Uh, and we've reenacted. To be baked. Yep. We've reenacted the Bay of Pigs in your honor, and we're we're <laughs> we're hitting the town, my friend. My f- my friend. I think it was a f- it's a fine mindset, you know. Just yeah. But I guess it's different. not always what you want to hear. Like at the time, you're like, "Hey, listen, buddy, I could really uh, I could really use some advice here." Uh, I I can't see why anything's even close to being wrong, but. Uh, <laughs> your life is more than absolutely fine in every way possible yeah that's true i guess he wants sometimes uh a little bit of empathy yes yep uh were you gonna did you have something there for a moment no okay cool um god no. i'll hit you <laughs> i'll hit you with this i'll um jam it inside you and see how you react um oh well i guess a thought i had when we were on john uh john prine was um was he one of these uh wood wooden flute throated uh singer songwriter uh bros was he one of these uh uh like nick drake uh right and the and the guy who um the guy who did love a father and a love well over holy who father and love i mean if that's not a wooden flute i don't know what is um yeah and uh and I'm John in the Prine. same boat, except I don't know what a wooden flute is. So you know, it, uh, it's more. I should more say what I imagine a wooden flute sounds like. Yeah, is that a, fl- a regular flute made out of wood, or is it like one of those uh, yeah. Native Amer- First Peoples uh, things with all all of the uh, holes that the they play? I don't. I mean, I think it's wooden, and I think it you know is vaguely shaped like a regular flute. Um, I don't think it has maybe a separate mouthpiece and maybe the hole is right on the wood as opposed to um, that little like hump of a mouthpiece that, which, which is a very interesting thing when you saw girls doing that, like when you saw them like putting their lower lip on that as a, uh, yeah. as a child, that was a very interesting, like, huh, like look inside that girl's mouth for a moment. Um, you know, as a, as a young boy, it's, it's, it's something to consider, I suppose at this point. Yeah. Look, look at her mouth. Wow. How about that? No, I don't. Uh, no, you you were the one who told me you had that. Remember? I don't remember that. No, <laughs> no. I, of course I remember that. Of course I remember that. Yeah, the um, the flute 
mouth. The flute, uh, bendymouth.com, yeah. We started that's that whole uh, website that... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I... Because that's... My dad had the flute mouth conversation with me instead of the uh, the regular sex conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> tough. They get the... <laughs> What you do, you take every opportunity you can ever find to look into the mouth of a girl playing a flute. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, it's, that was one of the ways I met Terry. I mean, I had already met her years before. I just didn't remember. Yeah, Terry remembers, but I don't remember. <laughs> uh, uh, John Prine, I don't know what his voice sounds like, and I only know, because, again, I'm sorry, Luke and everybody else. I don't, I don't know him, except I know, uh, make me an angel. From Montgomery, whatever that. My voice yeah. sounds like a wooden flute, but I don't even know if everybody si- says it's me. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Angel, Angel from Montgomery, you know that song, that one I was just singing. Yeah. And then he's got, uh, but I, I bet you don't know him singing it. You probably know whoever, like all the other people who have sung that over the years. Right. So, um, I think that's one of the reasons he's so well uh, regarded is that he wrote a lot of songs because of the wooden people. voice flute thing song yeah and i guess i guess there was a big backlash against him because of his uh, wood flute voice <laughs> it's what we're famous for um so we uh let's see let's see we got this we got that we got that we got this uh you're either this or something you're that. Of, yeah you're either this or you're that you're either democrat or you're republican you're either coke or you're pepsi um I wonder if this qualifies as phenomenon or just weird or, you know, call me a liar, whatever, however you want to react is, will be fair. And, um, you know, I will have nothing but the utmost respect for you, no matter how you react, (laughs) build up for no reason. Um, I I think I had this happen to me. You can tell me if I'm, uh, if I'm full of uh, baloney. Um, I burped and, you know, kind of immediately inhaled the burp, uh, refuse into my nose and it immer- and immediately cleared up my nasal passages. It was like a a very efficient uh, bodily something or other. Wow. And uh, I don't know if we're gonna. I don't know if I can force it into the phenomenon category just yet. I feel like, feel like I should should run it by you first and get your take. Yeah, you you did the right thing. Um, yeah. What with inhaling it? Both inhaling it, bringing it up to me before reacting to, uh, um, you know, hastily. Uh, right, right. And just claiming victory, start to make a product where. Oh yeah, you connect that your would mouth be a really funny nose, way to react. Then <laughs> start selling. Yeah, how did you get there so fast? <laughs> start selling a thing where you, yeah, just shove it's it goes in your mouth and then both things go up your nostrils and then you instruct the people to burp into it. No, nah, no. Nah. Right. I don't think that that's. Have, I think yeah. that's just complete luck. That's what I think. What specifically? I think you just got lucky. Your nasal passages just spontaneously oh, cleared up yeah. at the exact same time that you burped. I mean, sure, it had something to do with it, but it's it's nothing too interesting, I don't think. Yeah, here's all it is probably. Like, yes, I was given the idea subconsciously to breathe in um, because I was, you know, as like the stupid cavemen that we are, I wanted to smell the thing that just came out of me. So, I mean, it's set in motion what probably probably just the wind itself it could have been any style wind it wouldn't have had to be the <laughs> the the burp wind it could have been any style wind that all it needed to do was just knock whatever was there it could have been 
just a block situation. It wasn't like an inflammation situation. There was right. just a piece of trash right there that this inhalation uh, took care of. And that that is due in part uh, to, to the to the burp and the whole set in motion of of uh, you know godliness. Yeah. So basically, what you're saying is the only thing that really cleared you up was just how eagerly you wanted to smell your own burp and then <laughs> yeah that kind of yeah i guess so yeah like had it yeah. had it been something less interesting to smell maybe you'd, you'd still be stogged up to this very moment but it was uh yeah you, you were not going to miss that opportunity to see what was going on with that burp well because i feel like versus far, farts you can pretty they're pretty much going to get to you and you're going to smell them i feel like burps can pass you by if you're not careful it's the you know ferris bueller quote about burps Oh. If you don't look around and catch it every day, that movie stunk. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to do a quote. I, I didn't know what quote you were referring to there. If you, what, I think it's life moves fast. If you don't snore, 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 you snore, snore, snore. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think it's true of burps, yeah. You got uh, to be in there. Sometimes burps can be worse forward. than farts, though, smell-wise. You, when they wrap back around, you're right. Yeah, like when there's that really one that just doesn't smell like it's quite humanly. Yeah, it's like, um, I'm with you. Yeah, and maybe it's like part of it's mental. Uh, because you're not expecting a burp to be as on the same in the same conversation as a fart. Exactly, yeah. Either in funniness, in stench, in anything. It anything. doesn't hold a candle to it. Yeah. Mainly because when you hold a candle to a fart, oh, there's, a, there's an accidental sense-making... Uh, exercise for you yeah absolutely if you hold a candle hold to a, a candle burp, that, it doesn't do anything for you right it's got you gotta start making i think that. it just clears your nose up <laughs> inhale it very deeply and it burns right. everything it burns all the trash in your nose up or whatever you were saying <laughs> right yeah it's just a blockade issue yeah. um is this something while we're on uh up the nose um i i this must have jumped in my brain at some point i can't i don't think i would have just had this thought on my own for trimming up some nose hairs, just like lighting a lighter and like giving it a quick sniff, like a little zoop gets those exterior hairs knocked out for you. I think it's a really good idea. I think you're going to deal with a really bad burnt hair smell for uh, all eternity. For a couple months, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> a couple months. <laughs> but if that's, if that's your. Uh, if that's all you got to work with, then I think it, it's going to work. You're probably not going to burn yourself. You probably are going to burn the hairs. And yeah, right. I think it's a good idea. You become addicted to the smell of burnt hair. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that, the uh, coronavirus makes it so you can't smell anymore. So if you, if you run into that situation, that's the very first oh. thing you, yeah, if you get coronavirus, the first thing they first tell thing you, you is, do, yeah. Throw throw <laughs> out your tell you. <laughs> throw out those nose hair trimmers and just start throwing a lighter up there. You'll be fine. Right. Yeah. Unless. Well, yeah. Yeah. If I it, feel like you, not being able to smell would be like a pain protector too. Like it wouldn't hurt as badly because you can't smell. So give me a little more of the burn sensation. I can handle it more now. I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just uh, I'll have to take you at your word. Um, how about this? Should scientists be working on like a way to remove jealousy from human possibility? What good is it doing? 
jealousy. I think it uh, serves a very uh, important purpose. Uh, I could probably break it down a little bit, but I, but I think you probably also know. It, but I, I won't give you the. Yeah, you might just have to remind me. Seriously, sometimes I, I'm, I'm like, oh right, of course. Like, what an idiot! I should have. Sometimes these are reminders as much as they are for anybody else who might really not know the answer. <laughs> I only forget the answer. <laughs> uh, well, I think I think um, it all only works because of like capitalism and the the way we've structured society. But if you uh, jealousy is like a big part of what fuels the economy. You know, somebody else gets a sweet new podcasting uh, microphone or sees the latest podcasting movie, and then you feel jealous of that, and you want to go out and do it yourself, and and that kind of not none of this stuff matters. None of these see like, the podcasting movie you're saying exactly, yeah, or or buy the new podcasting uh, you know microphone or whatever you might, and it's got to be podcasting related. But uh, get addicted to podcasting movies. Yeah, somebody gets. <laughs> They come out with a brand new uh, lighter that you shove up your nose and start your <laughs> nose on fire. And, uh, you know, you see your buddy with that and he's having a fine time. And you're like, I got I simply have to have it. You're, you're, that's your jealousy, right? But that's also like what the fuel for the uh, economy. So. But yeah, that like nasty burn hair is what the fuels the economy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that literal fuel that it creates. <clears throat> but yeah, I think um, scientists should probably not be working on that. Uh, you know, what if it was just a little snip of something on the top of the brain? You know, just like oh, we figured out where it where it is. Yeah, I think you should start with some of the other stuff that isn't like doesn't have good stuff about it. Like uh, you know, I don't know, murder, murdering psychopaths, that kind of stuff. The little murder section of everybody's brain. <laughs> yeah, start with like snipping <laughs> off snipping off the parts that. I don't know. Make people do those uh, types of jokes that you don't like. Those wine <laughs> wine jokes. Um, oh yeah, that'd be a nice one. Yeah, yeah. snip that off, people, and then replace it with uh, jokes about. Uh... Yeah, I can't think of another one quite as quite on the level of uh, wine. Oh, coffee. Yeah, coffee. Wine and coffee wine jokes. And coffee jokes. Yeah. Wine and coffee jokes dot com, which is a sister podcast of ours. That's right. Um, why they have the dot com in the podcast name, none of a time will only tell, or maybe we'll never know. One of the two uh one of the two sayings about time, the passage of time, real quick. I think we'll take one moment each episode to acknowledge how sad the passage of time is. Top bow your head, please. I already was. Oh, okay. Raise your head then. All right. Okay, now hold it still. <laughs> um now smell it. Now smell it, that's right. Um, here's one, if I could, uh, push it over towards you and, uh, see what you do with it. Um, what you do with it? What you do with it? Um, we, we are a right brain, left brain heavy podcast already as well. Um, so I want to, I want to throw this to you. Uh, which part of my brain is, is telling me not to like fantasy movies and, and stripping me of, of an imagination and that kind of stuff. I don't know. The part where that got removed when uh, they removed wine humor <laughs> just seems like I set that up, but no, it was just a, a, a callback uh, to a, a callback to one moment ago. I I think you know, 
uh, I bet. I think you, you set it up. I bet you people. Uh, I bet you your right brain is different than the right brains of people who like uh, the "you must find the ring" type movies. Um, but I don't think there's anything wrong with you or wrong with them. Uh, no, I don't think there's anything wrong with them at all. I, I um, yeah. Well, I, I probably it probably started that way, but then as you start to understand life. You realize, oh yeah, just I'm get it, get an imagination there, uh, fatso. You know what I mean? Yeah, join the join in on the fun. Uh, you I, you, you know, like other so stuff. far I can't. You like other stuff. Oh, I like other stuff. That's nice. I think okay, it's good. Just fine. Do whatever you like. Great. Oh man, completely different. I'm gonna things. stop taking these sleeping pills I've been using to <laughs> <laughs> putting these uh, fake ping pong ball eyes in and watching. <laughs> yeah J.R.R. watching R. ping pong on online <laughs> getting addicted to changing my clothes <laughs> <laughs> um tup are you uh are you pointing at something when you get a haircut are you saying like this or what are you doing no i you know i think i've like become an adult in a few ways like I could negotiate my salary. I could like, uh, you know, have a serious talk with a loved one about what needs to go differently in life to be happy or whatever. Yeah. I can like get in an argument with a guy in a foreign country and not let it escalate out of control. Like, I, I think I can. Oh wow, that's a really good skill. You know what I mean? I, I'm saying I can. Yeah. I can. You're, get, you're a smart guy. I am a uh, an accomplished adult in like a few different ways, but no, I go to the haircuttery and I'm a little kid. I'm like, oh, I don't know, whatever you think, like, I don't okay. know, wh whatever you think would look good or whatever. But I might even have an opinion about it too at the time. I might even want something really specific, but I don't have the balls to say that I care about my hair and what it looks like. So right. every single time, I I, I gotcha. go in there and say, no, whatever you think. I why do you think I came here? It's uh, it's right, to you guys see are you. the pros. You're the expert, you know, whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, you're the expert. Yeah, that's nice. Or is it nice when you, when you make the person the expert, but it's not really, uh, not to be unkind, of course. Every job is important, as we're seeing now. Um, to, to, should we call people experts on certain levels is, is what I've perfectly teed this all up for, which is the thesis of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that trash expert, you know, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. I think people know what they're doing, but there's definitely people who don't care. And like, there's lots of people cutting hair that just, you know, couldn't do whatever else they really wanted to do. Right. Cut different kind of hair. Right. Cut, they couldn't, they couldn't get in to cut the specific kind of hair they wanted. So they wound up cutting my hair. <laughs> That's so funny. But this, yeah. What do you do? I mean, you just you do the same. You don't have any. You go I'm in there paint with, oh. with nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I go. <laughs> I go. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm in many ways. Um. Well, now it's it's pretty much decided for me because whatever I stumbled into at my most recent, at my current barber, uh, whatever I stumbled into the first time from all of the mistakes that were made on both of our parts, is what I'm locked into now. Because if the one guy who's there, um. If he, you know, like makes me wait for him and like 
like we, we, you know, play out this relationship where I want to only go to him, but really I'll just take whoever's next. But like, I feel like he'll, his feelings will be hurt. There's a whole thing there. Yeah. I could, that's, you know, for another episode. Um, but so I've just been getting what I sit down to that he remembers from that, that initial time when I get him. The other times I'll usually just say, could I please have a trim, which is what I want from the main guy, but he just talks me into the full haircut. And it's not like I'm, I'm not trying to like save $15. I really only want to just get trimmed up and maybe start growing my hair back a little bit. Yeah. But that's why I just got, you know, and which is fine because I, in the end, don't care that much. And, you know, that guy liked doing it and we had a nice time and I got to look at the uh, stop gentrification before it's too late stickers while he had a blade to my neck. It's it's a fine, fine experience. <laughs> yeah. Is he the one who's going a little too high with the uh, front of your hair, though? I feel like that's going. I believe so, yeah. That's because I, this is a shape up. up neighborhood. This is a shape up neighborhood, and that's fine. So I'll, I, when I live here, I get the shape ups. That's fine. Okay, so shape ups. I, I don't know what a shape up is. That so when you get a buzz, like typically, I feel like when a uh, when a white guy gets a buzz, you just go and buzz, buzz, buzz. But I think there's a lineup situation for uh, different types of hair, um, which I think they just apply across the board, which is fine. I, I participate. When I'm when I'm in the neighborhood, if that's okay, thanks for having me. Right, but why does he have to go so high in the in the front? <laughs> I think because part I of think a shape I might have a or? kooky hairline to a degree, and I think I might be one of those guys who's just very slowly losing his hair. Like, like I'll still have most of it if I make it to fifty-seven, and then like I'll still have just barely most of it by like a small margin at sixty-five, and then I'll be, you know, I think. It'll be a slow grind for for my uh, my old age dogs up there. What do you think? I don't know. I didn't have you as losing any hair. Do you have hair loss in your uh, in your future in your family? In my future, yes. No, all my family is stacked to the gills with hair. Um, no, I think all my dead so. Dob, dead. my <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got addicted to changing my clothes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, I think your mother's father is uh, is some indicator. And Da had a, a solid head of hair the day he died. Twas the hair that killed him, actually. He Yeah, he got his hair caught in a... Uh, <laughs> he was at the hair cuttery, and he he said, give me whatever, I don't really care. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> very good. And then, yeah, from then on, he was, uh, he was known around town as... <laughs> nah. I had taken a big, big drink and was trying not to spit it out all over my, uh, all over the microphone here. Um, all over the uh, guy who's cutting your hair. Yeah. Was <laughs> the hair? Was the hair that killed him? Was the hair that killed him? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to um, bat this towards you. Uh, why do I keep trying to come up with different ways to say that? I'll just, I'll try and, I'll try and, I'll try and be better. It's fine. Um, don't beat yourself up. It's fine. Um, the idea to write down history, I've had to have put this to you in our lives and just how I like to think of the first time things happened and uh, yeah, like this guy's writing down, okay, we like did this today and that. The other guy, you're like, all right, you fucking loser. Like, go ahead and write it down. Like, what, why are you doing that? Like, how do you imagine that went and how it evolved into what it is? And, um, you know, I, I, I don't want to get into, you know, History per se. No, go ahead. I, I don't know why I continued on at all. Yeah, I don't Pretend think the I answer's that interesting. I think your imagination of it, it's probably a lot more interesting, but I think 
you know, writing came about as a way of, you know, uh, a, writing a, things down. Writing things down. Yeah, they needed a way to write, and they said like to, things down. Or yeah, they said to each other, "We got. <laughs> hey, we're stuck here with no way to write anything down." By the way, <laughs> down boy. They had dogs back then. Uh, they needed a way of accounting. Like you know, I sold X number of bushels of whatever. You know, Sold old old crap they used to sell back then. Dead bodies. I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. Live bodies. Yeah, living and, and dead bodies is, I think, all there was. And then, I guess, <laughs> with every with every living body came a dead body. I think it was. That's the only way to do anything. Yeah, yeah. It's like a uh, particle and an antiparticle. Nah, I don't know what that is. All right, so right. It, it's a uh, molecule and a neutron. Yep. Rock in a hard place. <laughs> it's uh you know they needed that's that's how writing came about they used to have like you know these like strings that they tied knots in and things like that and then they would they eventually came up with the idea of uh writing stuff down and so history what were the knots what do you mean with the rope and knots i didn't follow that it's just something that they uh there's a particular group of people uh that that's the way they keep you know like the abacus the knot ropers they no, nah, they were not called that. Uh, okay, that sounds like some slur or some bad word. It did sound bad. Yeah, sorry if it is. It put me off. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. oh shit, gotta find a new podcasting game. partner. This guy's a yeah, gotta find a new podcast to listen to while I'm talking to Pete. This guy's a goddamn knot roper over here. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, they uh, yeah, just a way of keeping track of things. So they would tie knots in these ropes in. Uh, in very specific ways. Oh, that, I, I picture it correctly now. Got it. Yeah, Go yeah. Ahead. Uh, but anyway, then they came up with writing, a whole different uh, thing. And then so history, in that sense, used to just be keeping records, like keeping records of financial transactions. And then... You uh, just walk up on like a rope with a bunch of knots in it and be like, hmm, I guess uh, in 1852... Uh, this guy you slept know, with this other doing... guy's wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at this knot, really? honey. Yeah. Oh, look here. That was like their uh, reality TV. They right. pick up some care rope. To, care to explain this knot? Hey, <laughs> 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 you said it was over. Uh, yeah. Um, and then th from then, your real question is like, you know, who decided to start writing down like normal stuff? Like this guy married this person and and then they they went oh yeah like hit, social media history kind of yeah yeah people magazine was people magazine was social media i guess that's like the stupidest most basic thought i and like it it jumps into my brain and starts as like oh this is i'm i'm really on to something here and then finishes as i'm very stupid how does it strike you i don't know People magazine. I don't actually know what's inside the magazine. I know the covers. And what yeah, they look like I have you're right. No clue. I'm judging the whole thing it. by the cover. Judging yeah. a book by its cover, which I swore I'd never do. You did, yeah. Yeah, swore up and down. What's up? Why do you swear up and down? I don't know. Just well. All right, we'll get back to you next episode on why it's up and down. <laughs> Thanks for listening. It's what we're famous for.